your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. One in two people have never switched bank accounts. That's according to a survey by People Insurance. Does that surprise you? With KBC and Ulster Bank leaving the market soon, if you haven't closed your account and are putting it on the long finger, you may want to think twice. Paul Walsh is CEO of People Insurance and joins us this morning. Good morning to you, Paul. Good morning, Gillian. It's great to be with you. Well, tell us about this now. First of all, I'm, I don't know if I'm surprised by the fact that half the population have never switched their bank accounts because I don't think I ever have. Well, you, you would be, unfortunately, in the majority of people um, it, it, across, across the country. Unfortunately, very few of us even think about doing it when, unless we're pushed into Gillian. However, uh, we're finding a number of people are beginning to switch because in the same way you you sometimes change um, organisations if you're changing your mortgage, we're finding people between 40 and 60,000, two-thirds of them are people under the age of 35. They're very likely, now you probably well and truly fall into that, Julian, <laughs> two-thirds of those are more likely to switch banks rather than us, unfortunately, and I mean, I'm, I'm with you in that category. Um, we open up our bank accounts when we're relatively young and we don't seem to move them. And the three big reasons that we put out there is one, the amount of hassle we think it's going to take. Secondly, the amount of time. I, you know, why do it if it's not broken? And the third one is, well, is, is, is there any decent alternative? And that seems to be the trap that we fall into. But unfortunately, Gillian, it is in our best interest to look at these things because, like always, if we shop around, we can get things which better suit our needs. That's really the big telltale sign out of this. Yeah, I mean, it's not the same, though, as switching your gas and electricity and your broadband or whatever, because I do that regularly, tw- every 12, 13 months, maybe, if I spend a month thinking about where I'm going to go, um, because you definitely get a better deal as a first-time customer when you switch your utilities. But switching banks, you're not necessarily going to get a better deal. You may already. Isn't it possible that I'm already with the bank that suits me best? It, 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 it is possibly quite likely. Your choices, though, have reduced. Um, and if we go back over the past number of years, there's three key trends that are reducing your choice. And it's ultimately the reduction of choice which will be a problem for you. Maybe not be, You may not be feeling it in your pocket today, Gillian, but you will maybe in the future. There's three key Key, key, key trends affecting every community across uh, across Limerick. And the first one is, well, we've lost Bank of, uh, we had this Bank of Scotland, Ireland, we had ACC. When you think about Rabo and all of those, all of those guys disappeared after the, the, the 2009 crash. Now we're seeing the concentration of KBC and Ulster Bank leaving the market. And there's many towns uh, right across Ireland where the bank has closed their branches and that affects communities. That's why it's worth looking at your options because there are access to, particularly for people on different incomes, lower cost day-to-day banking because banking fees are now a new... You, if you look at your statement, you begin to see the banking fees are coming in. Transaction charges and a range of other things will come in, um, hitting your pocket on a quarterly basis. So there are new charges coming in. There's less competition and ultimately that does end up meaning that we, the customer, pays and we get less choice. And however, because there are now new banking alternatives out there and because people are looking at choice and what better value there is, Gillian, you've got the growth of the 
the credit unions entering the, the, the current account market, and you have the rise of new online banks, the, the poster child for people generally under the age of 35 who find them quite attractive, N25 and Revolut. Yeah, Re- Revolut's extremely popular, but don't you have to have a bank account first in order to be able to get Revolut? Well, interestingly, you did. And now Revolut are going for a broader license, including a credit license. So you're absolutely right. The prerequisite with Revolut was you needed to top up. With N25, you didn't. It actually was. It is a full stream bank. And you're seeing people like Revolut now beginning to move into those spaces, as well as those N25s. And that that is going to be, the, the, I suppose, the way that many people will use their banking in the future. They will want low-cost, immediate online access, and they don't want to pay for foreign currency trans- transfers. Good example, with your listeners going to Prague, you want to be able to go to an ATM in Prague and withdraw your money. Try to do that with your local debit card, and you'll understand big fees very quickly. Whereas you use one of these online banks and you begin to see a very different fee structure. So when you and, the, But Paul, do you predict, you know, at the moment there's no charges like that with the likes of Revolut or N26. But do you predict when, you know, they have their market solid, they'll start introducing those charges? Because that's a suspicion of mine. It, it is, isn't it? I mean, we all have to ask ourselves the question, how are these people making money at the end of the day? Um, and at the moment, these, uh, most of these banks are, are basically paid for by private capital. And ultimately, you, you would think, and logically we think, they're going to introduce a range of fees. But the range of options before us as competitors, and that's why we're merely raising the, raising the interest of uh, listeners today. Switching banks used to be a very hard process. You should think, if you're not happy with the fee structure, you should think of moving. So if these guys do increase their fees, you will definitely find Julian people will use them less. But right now, there are a range of listeners who use them for day-to-day banking. There's no, there's no uh, tap, there's no cost for a tap or a, a contactless um, uh, transaction where there is with your mainstream bank. Um, there's uh, for many of them, there's no cost for ATM withdrawals under a certain number within a month where there is with your local bank. And so you're beginning to find consumers beginning to get savvy around which bank accounts they use for which type of transactions, which is back in our interest as consumers, um, it, it's important for us to have options. Big also, for, for people in certain incomes, Gillian, the, if they don't have access to current accounts and bank accounts, um, then that they're paying on these, um, these pay-as-you-go options, particularly on mobile phones or even right now for electricity or gas. And so therefore, access to mainstream banks is really important or to a current account. So these guys do provide a range of options. And um, I suppose what the survey brought about was we don't switch nearly enough as we as we probably should or even look at it, even though we might be with the right bank. It's worth checking it. Um, and but for those of us that need to, it's worth having a look at those other options. And what is this concern about insurance payments? If you have an annual payment going out for an insurance policy with your bank, are they not all just transferred when you switch banks? They're not automatically, no. And when you switch bank accounts, um, you actually have to go through a process of closing down your previous direct debits. Although the central bank have made it a lot easier, you must be facilitated in doing so, Gillian. However, I, I think many listeners, in fact, the survey showed that over 53% of listeners who did this in the last five, five years found the process was less than easy. So the banks don't make it easy to switch. However, there are very clear rules that say you shouldn't be and there's no barriers to you doing it. But it, unfortunately, there is a little bit of a time consuming process of closing down the old ones and actually setting them up with a new 
um, with your new bank. It's a certain it's a, an, an element of time needed, Julian, but it's not as difficult as it used to be. But it, unfortunately, it does take a few minutes to get that. Right. Yeah, what, what so, I'm a bit baffled about, though, is the, the idea that anybody would have an insurance payment uh, as a kind of a direct debit or an automatic payment from a bank account. Surely everybody, get when they get their annual quote for uh, insurance, whether it be for the house or the car or whatever, um, questions it and looks for a cheaper quotes somewhere else. They do indeed. But what will happen then, Gillian, is that um, particularly for car insurance, six out of ten people in Limerick pay for their car insurance via uh, an instalment pay. So therefore, they'll pay a little bit, a little bit now, and they'll pay over the next nine months for the car insurance. So they'll set up a, a direct debit, a SEPA mandate, and it's that element of change that catches them out. So partway through that, they just want to change bank account, moving that transaction that becomes a little bit cumbersome, and you don't want to miss a payment, particularly where. Um, it's, it's to uh, for paying off a loan to the credit union or to the or to paying off uh, your insurance premium and there's sorts of things we don't like missing because we don't want to get ourselves a bit of a bad name so that's why I think many listeners would be concerned that we'd like to see it happen a lot easier than it is today but it is, does take a, a few minutes to get that set up right. What if one of those payments falls through the cracks and your house goes up on fire or your car is in a road traffic collision or something like that um, is your insurance completely null and void? Well, you'd be pleased to know that actually there's a duty of care on, on all insurers if you're paying by way of instalments. If your payment is late, they don't automatically cut it off. In fact, they go through a process that's got somewhere over five different attempts over a number of weeks to try and get hold of you. They'll try text, they'll try call, they'll try email. Um, they will try even by, by snail mail, to put it that way. They will try every effort under the sun over the next month to try and get that in place. That is, it, And so if you do miss an installment, no, it doesn't automatically cancel. However, they will go through a process of contacting you to try and get that back in order. So there's almost a bit of a grace period, if I want to put it that way, Gillian. And that can take up to a month, even sometimes a little bit longer. So um, I wouldn't enjoy, condone anyone missing the payment, but no, it doesn't automatically switch off. If you change bank and it wasn't paid tomorrow and your house burns down, God forbid, no, you're, you're, you are insured and your insurance company will pay, um, but they will ask you to normalise the direct debt. OK, well, what's your advice, Paul, to anyone who still hasn't sorted uh, their accounts if they are with Ulster Bank or KBC? Well, it, it is it is well worth now giving. Um, we're finding over half of people who are switching are contacting one of the three remaining banks, which is AIB, Bank of Ireland or PTSB. About one in four are going into the local credit union, Gillian. Um, they're having a sit down and they're talking through whether there's a better plan that suits their needs. And that includes the things we just talked about, bill pay. And sometimes if you don't even have the money in your account, how you can even out your bills for the year. That's where it's going in terms of looking at, at your options. And less than one in eight of us will look at an online bank. Um, but the big news, I'd say, is um, if, if you are in that category, don't let your money go to waste. It'll go into the dormant account fund. And God forbid, if you're like me and you think the state has enough money, take your money and put it to good use this Christmas. Go in, take it out of one of these banks and or move your account to one of either the big three, one and a half, one or two of us will do this, or pop down to the local credit union because they've got some very good current accounts. Yeah, credit unions becoming more and more popular. I see that online from comments from people saying they're fed up with the banks charging them and then having nobody behind a counter when they go in to you know, try and deal with a human being and the credit unions provide a way better service. 
They, they certainly are the, the unsung hero, aren't they? I mean, they're, they've been around now for over 60 years. And the difference is that they still have invested in people within the branches there to recognise you and work with you. Um, they're the only financial institution in Ireland, actually, whose main objective is to make sure that you're well taken care of, because they're not driven by the same profit motive to pay big dividends. Um, they're driven by um, what is it you need and can I get it for you? And bear in mind, in the last two years alone, credit unions have introduced current accounts, a range of very competitive insurances, and now mortgages as well, Julian. So they're becoming a really reasonable alternative for people looking around. Okay, well, thanks for that. That's Paul Walsh, CEO of People Insurance. If you've had any experience with switching a bank, uh, do get in touch with us this morning, 46 1995 or WhatsApp 086 123 9595. Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95.